And on today's uh, and today's podcast, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the fact that we're in the heat of award season, and about you know the questions of over the past couple of years uh, with you know how movies are being perceived by the modern audience and how uh, the ratings for awards are going, and wondering how relevant uh, the Oscars are, how relevant some of these other um, venues are. And, you know, someone who I think is a great follow on Twitter, who is someone that if you uh, follow, uh, especially critics here in the Midwest, you know, uh, Sean Edwards, he is um, the uh, film critic for Fox 4 in Kansas City. Um, And I have him here to talk about that. Hey, Sean, how are you? Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks a lot for having this conversation. Um, Yeah, thank you for being on. Um, Yeah, in in addition to, to... being, uh, you know, being a, a film critic, you also are, according to your LinkedIn, the executive director of the Celebration of Black Cinema that you do in conjunction with the, uh, I guess it's with the Broadcast Film Crit- Critics Association through their Critics' Choice Awards. Yeah, that's the old name. They changed it to Critics, it used to be BFCA, Broadcast yeah. Film Critics Association, but, you know, the definition of broadcast is changed so dramatically in the past 10, yeah. 15 years. So now it's just called the uh, Critics' Choice Association. And yeah, I'm the uh, I'm the creator and the executive producer of uh, this award show that we do called A Celebration of Black Cinema and Television. Uh, this year, we, we, we had our fifth annual show, which was actually held on December the 5th in Los Angeles, California at the Century Fairmont Plaza Hotel. And then we 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 edit it down because in person it's about a two two and a half hour event. Right. And we edit it down to about forty two minutes, and we air that nationwide. Uh, it premiered last weekend in Los Angeles on KTLA. It's actually screening again on uh, KTLA this Saturday at uh, seven p.m. Pacific. But you can watch it at KTLA.com. Yeah. But it, it also it, it also airs around the country. I know last week it aired in Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also aired in Kansas City last week, and then uh, you know it's going to air throughout the month of February in cities like Chicago, Philadelphia, New York. That's about forty-five different cities. But the easiest way to watch it is just go to the yeah. KTLA.com, and they'll be they'll live stream it this Saturday at seven p.m. Pacific. I know that's okay. later on the East Coast; it's like ten o'clock, but it's only an hour. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great show. It's not an award show per se because we just honor people. So there, there, there right. are no nominees and the winner is. It's just we're honoring people for the great work they did in movies and television. So it's a it's a great night. It's a room full of joy. Uh, the talent loves being there and all of the speeches are incredible. That's 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 great. And as this is the fifth year for that. Yes. Um, now is now are there a, how many people from the overall organization are a part of that group that work on that ceremony and work on those honors? It's like a handful. We have a committee. We have a celebration of Black cinema committee comprised of about 15 people. Uh, So I'd say about 15 members are are actively involved in the production of the show. And then we recently, as an organization, branched out. So we started Celebration of Latina Cinema and Television. And then Mm -hmm. we did Celebration of AAPI cinema and television this was the first year for that and each one of those shows has a separate committee that sort of represents you know, the hispanic branch of the organization the asian branch wow. of the organization and the the black branch of the organization and to me and this is 
my opinion, I think this is the future of award shows mm-hmm. because I, I don't think we live in a, we don't live in a singular society the way we did back in the day when the Academy Awards were prominent. You know, the Academy right. Awards were that thing. And that's the way the system was built. That's the way the system worked. And yeah. there was nothing you could do about it because they they had the monopoly on the industry. They had the monopoly on the televised broadcast. They had the monopoly on the talent. And they also had a monopoly on how all the information about the Oscars was disseminated. But that model has since been, <laughs> it's crashed, it's burned, it's been kicked, destroyed, <laughs> it's been dismantled. Yeah. And uh, along with all the other ways that people get their content in terms of movies and televisions, the right. same thing has happened to award shows. So I don't think there's ever going to be a singular show where you have this singular mm-hmm. moment right. that awards the singular list of films. Because yeah. it just doesn't work that way. And part of it is because the Academy itself has not evolved. Like the way that people consume movies and television has evolved far quicker than the Academy Awards and the Emmys. And, yeah. you know, there, there, there are whole genres of film that the Academy still doesn't recognize. Like there's still never been a best picture sci-fi winner. There's still never been a best picture horror winner. There's still never been a best picture comic book movie winner. And that's ignoring huge chunks of people who watch those types of movies. So I think the pathway that we're going down with how the Critics' Choice Awards has structured the celebration of Black cinema, the celebration of Latina cinema, and the celebration of Asian cinema is the way to go. Because if you've been fortunate enough to be in the room when one of those events happen, it just, there's some added value for the talent being recognized that way that you don't get like at the Academy Awards or the Golden Globes or the SAG Awards, because there are a lot of people that get honored through those platforms that are never going to be singularly honored like at the Academy Awards. And that means a lot to people both on the talent side and on the viewership side. So I think that's this whole way we've looked at award season and how it's played out. It's not 1955 anymore. It's not even close. And the the Academy in many ways is still trying to operate like it's 1955 or 1965 or it's not even 1995. (laughs) It's, it's, it's 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 a completely different ball game. So I think that's been the biggest impact on award season is just that the importance of the Academy Awards has just been diminished to the point where it can no longer really be seen as that singular award show that means everything to everybody. So, yeah. So when you talk about it's not evolving with the times, I mean, is it, I mean, you kind of mentioned that they have not honored certain genres. I mean, is it, is a matter of they have not followed like kind of the culture the, the taste of the audience, is that where you think they have really had their biggest problem or where that, that might be why they're not as um, popular as they used to be? Well, 100%. I mean, there's nothing wrong with evolving. There's nothing wrong with tailoring. I mean, 
Sometimes in life we gain weight, we got to tailor our clothes. Sometimes we lose weight, <laughs> we got to tailor our clothes. Sometimes we have to buy all new clothes. So I think in terms of capturing the audience, yeah, they haven't they haven't evolved. What's, what's wrong with including a comedy category or what's wrong with including yeah. a stunt category? What's wrong with including, you know, horror films or sci-fi? They they just haven't they haven't they haven't done that. I mean, and now you have entire generations who have grown up with a whole different outlook on cinema where, you know, you have a whole generation where, you know, a classic to them is bones and all, but the Academy's never going to recognize that. Right. Like their, yeah. their, their Brad Pitt is Timothy Chalamet. Their yeah. Elizabeth Taylor is Taylor Russell, but yeah. it doesn't, it's a great film, but it's, it's never going to get the accolades or like a Mia Goth and Pearl, like, she was as incredible as any of the five women recently nominated, but because yeah. she's in Pearl, which is a horror movie, yeah. it's like no, that doesn't diminish her acting ability. But the 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 you know the academy hasn't evolved. Like, how do you not have a stunt category? Like when you that, yeah, that has always been a surprise to me. Yeah, how do you how do you not? I mean, come on, let's let's bring this up to twenty twenty three. I mean, a lot of those cat. I mean, they're still operating like it's 1955. It, it doesn't work. And then just, you know, doing a telecast that exists on ABC only for, for mm -hmm. three, four straight hours. That's not how people consume television anymore. No one, who, other than perhaps a sporting, a live sporting event, people aren't mm -hmm. sitting in front of the TV and watching a singular show for four hours. Like, that's not yeah. really how we're consuming content anymore. And I just don't think they've, I don't think they've evolved. And then on the, on the diversity side, I, I don't know how you address it, but you know, you, you have like 10,000 plus members. I mean, adding 200 blacks and 50 Hispanics and 10 Asians isn't going to do anything. All right. Yeah. I was going to say that is, I mean, that was how they tried to address, like trying to be more <laughs> encompassing of the, of the type of films and performances out there. But it, it seems to me like when you look at, who was nominated this year when you have two African-American performers out of 20 um, you have, I think three Asian performers. I mean, it, I mean, it, it didn't exactly, I mean, I don't know if it's exactly worked. Well, the Asian, the Asian nominations, we can honestly say that's a fluke because of everything everywhere all at once wasn't released. There would have been zero. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that's so, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not really that's not that's not a demonstration of progress. That's thank God the Daniels directed this movie that A24 had confidence in. They yeah. caught, you know, yeah. caught on with the general public. Like that's a that's a quote unquote once in a lifetime thing. So I'm not yeah. gonna really jump on the you that's know. fair. That's fair. That's a comic <laughs> like, book. That's a comic book art house movie. I've always thought. I love that movie. Right, but it's not like <laughs> you're going to have another everything everywhere all at once released this year. So you know, <laughs> it, you know, the, the 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 fact that we had more Asians nominated in the acting categories this year. Let's oh, hold up. Wait a minute. Well, <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you you think so? I mean, essentially, like. Yeah, the, the, we have had seen this expansion of voters and trying to like find voters who might not have been like what you consider old Hollywood. But, but here's the thing. Yeah. It's a it's you know what? We live in a we live it's 2023. We live in a different world. You know what? We have to stop worrying that the academy is gonna do what the academy does. 
I just think it's time that we just de-emphasize the importance of the Oscars. Mm. Like they can they can keep doing what they want to do all they want. They want 10,000 members and only 2% represent other ethnicities. That's fine. But that's why we have the beauty of all these other platforms and all these other award shows where you right. can recognize your own or Latinos can recognize themselves and Asians can recognize themselves. I think that's where the importance is shifting, which is why I say that the Oscars is no longer that singular award show where everything must stop and pause and, and give praises to that. Yeah. I think over time in a few years, I, I think it's going to be different. I think it's, I think you're going to have different lanes that celebrate different aspects of cinema. And there's nothing wrong with that because to, to have a singular show, it, it, it doesn't work. And you know, it doesn't work because people aren't watching the way it works because people are like, this doesn't represent me. So I'm not going to support it. Mm -hmm. And that's what's, that's what's happening along with the diffusion of how we watch content. You no, know, on different types of devices, you you know, it's not the 1970s where you only had three networks. And so you were pretty much forced to watch the Oscars, which is why they got the big ratings in the first place. People right. don't have to do that anymore. And people aren't, especially young, the younger generation, like people under 30 don't care because the people under 30 live by a different set of standards. Like their whole code and what they're into and their vibe is so completely different than what the Oscars is giving out that there's no hope. They're, they're not going to ever get that audience because they don't they don't live by that 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 singular code. It just it's not where we're at right now. And they're a lot more diverse. They're a lot more tolerant of other cultures, other styles, right. other other things. They, they they intermingle better. They they interact differently. That that day is that day of the singular award show is it's it's over. And I think what you're talking about kind of makes me have to ask a question that I I talked to when I talked to a lot of people about this. I mean, do you think do you think like the I mean, the way people consume entertainment, the way they watch movies and the way they watch TV. I mean, do you think that, I mean, do you, like as an example, like with movie theaters kind of being like in a tradition of the Oscars, do you think their day has come and gone? Their day's come and gone on the large scale that it used to be. There's yeah. always going to be a need for people to watch a movie on the big screen. You know, right. whether you're young, middle age or old, it just depends on the type of movie. Now, we're so used to the model that you could put out any type of film and give it a theatrical run. Yeah, those days are done. You can't right. do that. That's, I mean, you know, if you, if you have a simple type rom-com or small indie movie, there's really no need to see that movie theatrically. Those movies are well suited to be streamed, and people know that. Right. But for your big event type movies, the people, they're, they're proving it right now. You know, people are always going to go see the big ticket movie at the movie theater, like an Avatar Way of the Water or yep. the new Ant-Man that's coming out or the next Batman or the next Jurassic Park or James Bond. Those big ticket movies are always going to like, like they're, they're always going to have an audience for people who want to see those in the movie theater. The problem with that is that's only going to happen every so often. So you're not going to get the mega box office numbers that you used to get. And that's right. just fine. You just got to readjust. You got to re readjust your budgets. You know, if, if you're if you're an AMC or a Cinemark or a Cineplex, like, you know, maybe you don't need as many brick and mortar locations or maybe each location doesn't need 25 screens or 30 screens. You're going to have to there's going to be some consolidation. 
but movie theaters aren't going to go away altogether like a blockbuster. No, that's right. not going to happen. It's just that people are going to go to the movie theater less. And when they go, the movies have to be bigger and they have to be better. But everything right. that's produced is not going to get a theatrical run. Those days are done. Yeah. And I do and think- And that's not even a COVID thing. I'm tired of people blaming <laughs> that on COVID. The decline yeah. was beginning way before the start of the pandemic. It I was. know it's to blame COVID on everything, but truth be told, streaming was going to happen. This explosion of content that you could watch at home, on your phone, on your laptop, on your tablet, that was already in motion. That was already in play before the pandemic. The pandemic did accelerate it. But yeah. stop blaming everything on the pandemic and everything on COVID-19. The numbers were down before the pandemic. And the, the studios know this. They, yeah. they, 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 box office was already down. People were already like, ooh, I can go to Costco's and get a 65-inch TV for 500 bucks and yeah. get a $10 a month Netflix subscription, and I'm good. And right. there's nothing wrong with that. No, I don't want to watch everything on a streaming service yeah but i don't have to watch everything at an amc so right. there's going to be there's a there's a middle ground where i think 70 percent of most movies released are going to be on a streaming platform and you're going to have that 30 percent like i want to see john wick four on a big screen like oh, there's no stop yeah. me from seeing that on a big screen but yeah. did i need to see dear alice on the big screen no <laughs> no no and you don't Right. You don't. You don't. But, but you the don't. thing you also see, like horror movies, which aren't necessarily like event movies, do they well. are no yeah. horror movies for the under thirty are an event movie because horror movies work in that communal environment, and right. that's the under thirties date night. That's the under thirties get out the house night. That's the under right. thirty I want to be with my peers night. So that horror is the X factor. Like horrors would. Horrors kept the movie theaters afloat during the pandemic because right. they attracted a demo that wasn't scared of COVID-19. It was a younger demo that was restless and is a younger demo that loves that genre. So horror movies won throughout and they're going to keep winning because horror movies are part of the communal experience. There's no fun watching a horror movie at home by yourself. That's weird. Right. So horror movies are going to work <laughs> and big tickets movies are going to work. But all those movies that exist in the middle it's not going to work. It's not. It's not happening. Yeah. Like you know, you don't need to go to the movie theater to see that. What eighty for Brady movie? No, that's <laughs> that's that's just fine on a streaming stuff. And now with the windows being so tight, there's less reason to even run out to the movie theater now because you know it's going to be available in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, that's true too. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I well, because I will also think about horror being. I love watching a horror movie with a with a with an audience of strangers, but I also like watching comedies. Like we have a Eddie Murphy Jonah Hill movie premiering today as we record this, and I would much rather watch that with an audience of people laughing at it. I don't know that's if true or not. But, no, that's uh, true. Yeah, um, and I but like I mean, you talk about horror and comedy not being recognized by awards and in, in my opinion by far those are the hardest genres to pull off uh because they're so precise in how they have to hit you uh to enjoy them to make you laugh or to make you get scared well no uh, that's true the biggest the the genre that's being penalized the most between this shift between movie theaters and streaming 
are comedies. Yeah. Because, you know, they just don't have the audience that's dedicated to go and see them theatrically, but they also are easier financially to stream. But yeah. you miss watching the laughs with other people. And some movies, and actually most comedies work better with an I so it's a that's that one's tough. It's, it's tough. That one's tough. That one's tough. But I just I still think the shift for those types of movies is going to be toward the theatrical experience. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, I think, and I also think movie theaters, and I think you hit on this, like if you can go and get a TV that's as good as a screen that you can watch in a theater, they have got to do what Alamo is doing and what AMC is doing is by having an experience of you can drink there. You yeah, you got to, yeah, right. It's about, right. and that's why smaller local movie theaters are actually doing quite well yeah. because they're curating programming. Like, right. like the, the Screenland Armor here in Kansas City, Missouri, they do a lot yes. of creative programming where they do a lot of like classic title nights and they build themes around each screening. That's that's the new thing. You got to turn yeah. it. It's got to be an, an experience. You know, you do a Back to the Future night and everybody dresses up like characters from Back to the Future. And yeah. they do well, you know, with that with that sort of programming, you know, and then you mix in some current run movies in the mix and you can you could do all right. But it's all about creating an experience. It's all about sort of like curating an audience and mm -hmm. developing a following because just the the old way that people used to go to movies, picking up the paper and looking for the show times is that's yeah. That's, that's that's done. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that is yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is that is that is way gone. Oh yeah, I mean, I see a bunch of stuff that the Screenland are uh, the Northland Screenland theater shows. And I'm like, gosh, I almost wish I would just drive over to Kansas City. To watch yeah, yeah, no, they they're clever, and that's that's yeah. where we're at now. But I also think that's where that's where we're headed with award shows, which is why I think mm. creating specific shows works because. It's an experience. You've created an experience for that specific audience. Like the Oscars are too broad. It's people aren't in people not. I, I, I've always think that's been the biggest myth, too, is the average person just isn't into movies like that. Like, yeah, where they, they care about what film was the best edited in this like, cinematography and right. the titles that they tend to award just aren't part of the zeitgeist of the average person who's looking to be entertained. So the connection is gone. And before, when you only had three networks, you might not be, you might not have been connected, but you were like, I don't got anything else to watch. Now, That's if you're not true. connected, you're like, there's a million other things you can do. You're like, I don't, I'm not connected to this. I don't know any yeah. of these movies. I don't know any of these stars. I'm going to scroll on my phone and look at Instagram, or I'm yeah. going to play a video game. Or I'm yeah. going to go watch Netflix or I'm going like there's too many there's too many options. Like so, you know, yeah. if they don't narrow it in and they're, they're just going to keep losing their audience share because there's too many there's there's too many escape hatches now. Back in the day, there was no escape hatch. Right now you, you can escape instantly now. Like if you don't like something, man, you're gone. I'm yeah. gone. I'm done. Yeah. Although I, I think this year might be interesting because you do have three big, I mean, you have Avatar, The Way of Water, you have Top Gun Maverick, and I'll even throw an Elvis on that, even though it didn't make as much as those other two movies did. Yeah, those but, are popular movies. Um, yeah, they're, yeah, they're pop. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. 
you'd only be able to tune in to see if like uh if if like Tom Cruise or you know Top Gun wins best picture. I don't think it will. No, it I, won't. But no, because I think people are tired of the format. People like people don't want to stick around to see that because they can click on Twitter and find out who won instantly later. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, because I was, I, I missed the, the nominations, but I like, oh, I follow Empire Magazine on Twitter and it was right there as I was dropping my kid off at daycare. I'm like, oh, I don't need to be in front of the TV to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, that's another thing that's killing award shows too, though. I mean, part of the experience that, you know, people are enjoying from award shows is, is the social media, you know? Yeah. But you can see what everybody wore instantly. You can see who showed up and you can get all the winners. And you don't have to be stationary in front of a television for four hours. Yeah, that that, that that's. I mean, I guess it is. It's kind of. I guess it's an outdated. It's out. It's out. It's out. It's yeah. It's it's an outdated format. Um, like I said, and they did. They just have not evolved. They, you, they needed to evolve with all of this technology. They were they were steadfast in thinking that you know we are the Oscars. We don't have to change. Well, right. You know what's you know what's undefeated? Technology. Change is undefeated. <laughs> Change is undefeated, man. You like you got you you have like really? We really gonna pretend like it's 1975 and keep doing this <laughs> Bob Hope yeah. style host and four hour show? Right. Like, no. Like if they cut that thing down to two hours. And just I there's a there's a lot they need to do. Cut it down to two hours. Like the Bob Hope style host is just like not working. And the funny thing about it is the Oscars would actually be on, they would actually be on life support this year. But you know what saved them this year? What's up? Will Smith. Oh, right. The the big everyone talked about that, right? <laughs> no one talked about the Oscars that yeah. much. Or for that long past the show ever. No, that's right. Ever. Right. They, dude, instead of banning Will Smith, <laughs> they, they, should make him the host. they should have made him the host. <laughs> like, but how many more people would have watched? Like, no one, yeah. look, that show was, that, no one talks about it, but last year's show was like, it was awful. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, yeah. it, it was not good. Then all of a sudden, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and you sat up and was like, "Oh, what's going to happen next?" Uh, yeah, I, I but, still can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, but you still, but people still talk about it. Yeah, like, they do. Like that's the most talked of. Like nobody, nobody knows who won anything that night, <laughs> except for Will Smith winning Best Actor. <laughs> right. Nobody knows who won anything that night other than Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it does. I mean, I, but I always feel like there is always like there's like the you had the streaker and you had the uh, the woman that uh, nah. took the award for Marlon nah. Brando. It's always like nah. something like that. No, nah. nothing. No, nah. because nah, people talked <laughs> about that one day, one day after, and it was like, oh well. No, yeah. people still talk about that. I mean, Will Smith saved the Oscars. <laughs> well, I mean, it was. I mean, certainly it was something that did get everyone's attention. Yep. No doubt about it. There were people talking about the Oscars that didn't even watch the Oscars. Right. I think everyone tuned in because they saw that had happened on. Yeah, because then they wanted to see what was going to happen next, for sure. Right. Right. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, that is. I bet we don't see anything like that again this year. No, but they need to do something. It's just the show's too long. The show's outdated. And 
there's look, we could talk about this forever and ever. There's nothing they can do about the diversity issues. The no. numbers are the numbers. Math, you know, math is the math. Numbers don't lie. Like you got 10,000 members short of adding two or 3,000 non-whites, it's always going to be imbalanced. It's just, it is what it is, but who cares? Let That show can exist the way it is. It's 2023. There are other platforms out here and that's just the way it is. Like yeah. let the, uh, because why keep fighting it? It's not changing. Right. It's just at some point it has to be exhausting. And at some point you just gotta be like, okay, cool. You won, do your show. We're gonna do this thing over here. Y'all do y'all thing over here, and everybody's happy. All these awards can be valued as equal. Who cares? It's not yeah. that big a deal. It's it's like look, competitive art is weird in and of itself. So <laughs> what what are we doing? Yeah, I, that's that's I just, fair. It's weird. Yeah. I do also kind of wonder if like the, I mean, you know, while there were some uh, people that I think were anticipated to be nominated that didn't get nominated, but I mean, also it's probably a larger issue too, that like film executives and studios aren't green lighting projects that have uh, more diversity in their cast. Um, well, it starts, well, the thing I always say, and you know, cause a lot of times you get to, I get to speak to students studying mm -hmm. film in college and, it, it goes back to, you can write the best script in the world that's ever been written. You can have the most original idea ever. You can, you can have all that. You can, you can have Brad Pitt lined up to be directed by Christopher Nolan alongside Margot Robbie with yeah. Francis Ford Coppola producing. But guess what? None of that stuff happens if you don't have the money. And so right. the thing that seldom gets discussed is you know people are always like there are no roles for black women okay true but you know why because the people that have written scripts that include roles for black women can't get financed so if you can't get i mean if you can't get it starts with the money it starts with the people who want to give the money to the projects they want to be made and if right. the majority of the people that have the money don't look like you, they're not gonna identify with the stories being pitched to them for them to give you 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 million dollars. Right. And movies are very expensive. So if you don't have access to capital, like you're not gonna get your movie. I don't care how good your idea is. If you don't have access to capital, it's not gonna happen. So it starts there. It's, it's always funny because people will, you know, travel to different cities and, you know, some people get adventurous and they want to go to the black community to go, you know, to a restaurant. And they're always like, oh, my God, this, this restaurant's so charming. It's such a hole in the wall. Uh -huh. Well, you know why it's a hole in the wall? It's not intentional. Right. Those owners don't have access to capital. <laughs> Nobody, right. yeah. Nobody's creating a, <laughs> like, this. It's not intentional. It's yeah. the same thing in the film world. Like, yeah, there's plenty of scripts that have been written that include roles for Black women. Like thousands, in fact. But you have to get them financed. It all starts with the money. So, you know, pointing the finger at the Academy and like, you don't nominate movies about the Black experience and you don't nominate Black women and all. Well, 
they really oftentimes don't have a lot to choose from. And that because that's because, look, most studios don't finance films anymore. You got to get that from outside sources. Yeah. Like Abu and, Dhabi or something. Yeah. Oh, any yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not Warner Brothers. It ain't Sony. <laughs> right. Yeah. Universal. Like yeah. I tell people all the time when you watch a movie, when the movie starts. Pay attention to those first two, three, four, five logos you see. That's mm-hmm. the people that provided the money. Yeah. That's the money. And yeah. so if these people have no interest in these stories, they're not going to finance it. So it's, it starts there. Like, because you, you can't produce what you can't pay for. Like, you can, I mean, there's, there's tons of great stories that Black women can be, but good luck getting financing for. Like, good, good. But nobody talks about the money. They always, because it's easier to point your finger at the academy, and that—that's to right. me that's—it's a little unfair. Like, I mean, academy can only like, you know, yeah, the woman king existed out there. I mean, who? I don't know what happened. It's because that it's, was a good movie. I like that movie, and it didn't get any nominations. <laughs> it, it was it was a good movie, but personally, I rather them do what they did then give that movie the color purple treatment where you give it 11 nominations and no wins right yeah like just like well yeah you know (laughs) either way i I don't know but like i said it gets exhausting so look nominate who you want to nominate Mm -hmm. award who you want to award and then we'll slide over here and we'll do celebration of black cinema We'll do Celebration of Latina Cinema, Celebration yeah. of AAPI Cinema. We'll do the Image Awards. We'll do the Black Rule Awards. And then, you know, everybody can be happy because at some point we just got to say all these awards are equal anyway. It doesn't matter. Right. Because it's, it's too it's too exhausting. The, the, the Academy infrastructure has been in place too long. The only way you could even begin to make it right is like if you owned a bad NBA team and you just blow the whole thing up. Right. And they're not going to, and you start from scratch and they're not going to do that. Uh, That's the only way you can do it. You would have yeah. to be like, okay, everybody did all 10,000 members, your memberships rescinded. We're going to create a whole new membership group, but they're not doing that. So we're yeah. too far down the path to make a U-turn. So this thing, look, we're going to be writing about this way past me being dead. It's not going to even out <laughs> tonight. It's not, it's right. not right now. Yeah. Dude, the NAACP has been fighting this battle since the 60s. This is not yeah. Oscar, hashtag Oscar so white's not new. Right. And the, the NAACP has been fighting this fight with the Academy <laughs> since Martin Luther King Jr. was alive. So, yeah. I mean, I always have to point out that the Oscars are a little regressive. They started out as kind of an anti-union right. effort. They, they thought the actors were going to unionize. So they're like, well, we'll give them an award. Maybe that will appease them. Yep. Yeah. So you have yeah, to always but, kind of look at it from that context that it's always kind of come from a place of being like, this is the system. Um, so, but it is, it's just, I, it's just interesting to me to think about like, does it work? Should it work? Um, and I guess, you know, to that extent with, with your, with, with the, um, with the celebration of black cinema and that work, I mean, so like, in addition, so when you had that ceremony this year and you had that event, who did you recognize? Oh, it was a great night. So 
the Career Achievement Award went to Angela Bassett, which was fitting. Yeah. It was about time. Uh, our Trailblazer Award went to Michael B. Jordan. The Icon Award went to Barry Gordy. The first time he had been recognized, not for music, but for Motown Productions, oh. which put out movies like The Wiz, Bingo Wong, Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kings, Mahogany, The Last Dragon, uh, Lady Sings the Blues. And so he was thrilled about that because no one's ever really recognized Motown for the movies. Oh, that's they cool. Yeah, yeah, all right. it, was a really, no, it was a really great moment. Um, on the TV side, Quinta Brunson uh, for um, Abbott Elementary, Nico Annan for, for Pea Valley received an award. So it was a, it was a really great night. Brian Tyree Henry got an award for Causeway. Kid Cudi received an award for his groundbreaking animated feature that premiered on Netflix this year. So it was an all-around great night at the fifth annual celebration of Black Cinema. The year before that, Halle Berry received the Career Achievement Award and Ava DuVernay received the Trailblazer Award. Yeah. And in the year before that, before that, Eddie Murphy was the Career Achievement winner. So it's, it's got a great, like I said, it's got a great track record. Everybody's appreciative. They deliver beautiful, moving speeches. I mean, it's the same caliber as the Oscars in a room full of their peers, and they love it. And they're a lot more relaxed because it's not a nomination situation. So you're not sitting there wondering if you're going to win or lose right. that night. You're walking in knowing you're being honored. And so they're much yeah. more engaging. They're much more comfortable. They're much more giving. It's just, it's a beautiful experience. Same thing with the celebration of Latina cinema and the same thing with the celebration of AAPI cinema. It was yeah. just a it's a wonderful night. And it's funny, a lot of people who went on stage were like, they either A, had never won anything before, or they felt that the moment was super special because they had never been honored before. And it just, sometimes when you hear someone like Angela Bassett say that, it brings tears to your eyes and you do realize, oh yeah, Angela Bassett's never won an Oscar. Yeah, I guess she hasn't. Wow. No, she, yeah. she's, uh, right. I, I, I remember no, what you got yeah. yeah, Eddie Murphy's never won a, Eddie Murphy's never won an Oscar. He should have for Dream Girls. Yeah, he's never won an Oscar. Should have so, been nominated for Dolomite is my name. I remember yeah, I was really yeah, 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 he didn't get nominated. Yeah, he's never he's never won a you know, he's never won an Oscar. So when you you know, yeah, it's like you know, when you have somebody like Barry Gordy say, No one's ever recognized me for my films, it's like wow. And wow. so you realize there are missing pieces to this whole awards landscape. And if we can fill in some of the blanks, good for us, and we keep it moving. And if they happen to get accolades at the Academy Awards, that's a double win. Mm. I have not seen Causeway. I, I know he just got nominated. I yeah. like him a lot. Um, I need to, that's on my list now um, because I, I just, it's one of those movies that's on streaming. See, that's the thing about streaming. I know that's how a lot of people watch stuff, but Man, if you're not paying attention, you can miss. No, 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 no. Really you did movies on there. Wait, man, you can miss. Look, we both do this professionally. I miss, and I do this professionally. Yeah, like we missed the movie today. I, I mean, it's it's there's a movie. There's a Jennifer Lopez movie that's coming out on Amazon today, and it's like, oh my, yeah, it's a total miss. Like, oops, it's too, it's it's. I don't know how she's like getting people. married or something, or she's yeah, being yeah. kidnapped. She's, yeah, I've, she's okay. always getting married. Does she does she ever make a movie where she has she ever made a rom com where she doesn't get married? I it's always like oh my gosh how is this gonna work out for her? <laughs> yeah, she gets married in the movies as much as she does in real life. <laughs> I know her and Ben are gonna work out though. Um, Here's hoping. 
here's hoping. No, yeah, I just and I, then I just hear about all these things, and I'm like, I didn't know this this came out. I think this is really like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. yeah, it's a lot. It's not like the old days where everything came out on Friday and the, the seven major studios controlled it all. Right. It's, it yeah. is not that ball game anymore. It, it is, I think, a lot more like kind of open. But then at the same time, I'm also just thinking like. <laughs> what am I missing out there? <laughs> it, it gets crazy. Yeah, you're always on pins and needles because you're like, I know I'm missing something than we yeah. did today. But, you know, yeah. it's fun. But, yeah, I like I said, the, the awards landscape is what it is. Um, I just think it's 2023 and, you know, the younger generation's not into a singular show. And that's the direction we're going to move in. It's mm-hmm. not about a singular show anymore. Yeah, that's... That's interesting. Gosh, that's all like good food for thought. And I didn't even get to ask you about the Golden Globes, which I wanted to ask you about. <laughs> well, real quick, uh, the yeah. Golden Globes situation is always weird. Um, it was funny how people made a big stink about how they were on probation and they didn't have any black members and some of the members participated in fraud. But as soon as NBC said, NBC said the show was being televised again, all of that conveniently went away. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep thinking, like, when were the like everyone's like, oh, they're very problematic. I'm like, when weren't they? Like, they've always been That's, accused of bribes, of taking bribes. And I was so confused by that. I'm like, isn't that their track record, though? Isn't that why you love these guys? They're like the they're like the gangsters of award shows. <laughs> Take you down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what they were. They they were the they were the Frank Nitty of award shows. <laughs> like, I mean. It was known. I knew that when I was a kid. Yeah, I've like, always heard about Pia Zadora being like, like her, boy, her husband paid for her award. I mean. I knew that as a kid. You watched the Golden Globes for fun, but you never you yeah. never took it. You watched it for fun, but you never took it seriously. Then all of a sudden yeah. people were like, no way, you got to take this seriously. But I'm like, no, how and why? It's like right. not legit. And yeah. who are who are these people like? Hollywood Foreign Press Association, that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, it, it's not one thing. I mean, it's like, I don't want to sound like xenophobic about it because I'm like, well, who are these people? But then like you hear about the publications they work for. I'm like, no, really, who are these people? Yeah, I'm not, tu- I'm not, I'm not touching that one, but <laughs> <laughs> look, they had a great negotiator who was able to get a really good deal with NBC and go. Yeah. And 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 poor Brendan Fraser, what they did to him, they got him blackballed basically. I, I allegedly. I just, yeah, I just can't believe that people were like, "You can't, no, no, Golden Globe cancel." But as soon <laughs> yeah. as he's back on TV, so you see what's most important, and I think people yeah. see through that now, and yes. that's the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. That yeah, is, that think- is problem. I think, yeah, I think you're right. If you just look at it as, oh, this is where you can watch celebrities get drunk on TV, that's that's okay. Yeah, it's, it. you know, that is that is the problem. But like I said, it's we're dealing with a new generation and singular is no more. So right. good luck, good luck, Academy, and we'll keep it moving. All right. So, yeah, and I, this is this has been a really great conversation. I've loved having you on here. To, to learn more about the celebration of Black cinema, where can people go to do that oh, yeah just go to criticschoice.com yeah it's all right there go to criticschoice.com give you the history of the show breaks down all five tells you where you can watch um yeah it's it's cool check it out criticschoice.com 
Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, uh, yeah, Sean, again, thank you. No, thank, thank you. It's been a great, no, great conversation. I, I love having like actual intellectual conversations and, you know, no finger pointing and really understanding what's right. going on and really knowing what the climate and the temperature is all about. Just being yeah. smart about it. You just, because everything's not an argument. Some things just is. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I feel like, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm a lawyer and I always feel like one of the things I want to do is like learn something about everything I'm talking about. So that's why I have guests on here because I want people on here who know more about this subject than I do. So Right, I and I was always, out. and last thing, my grandparents told me this a long time ago, if you don't like something, do something about it. So yeah, we did. that's great. Uh, so yeah, so if you are, if you can listen to the, if you can go find that in one of your major markets, uh, or, you know, ktla.com, if it's uh, live streaming there, if you're able to catch that, um, Sean Edwards, Fox four celebration of black movies. Thanks again. Hey, thanks again, man. It's been great. Thank you very much. Thanks for reaching out soon. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. And if you all liked what you heard, please subscribe to us on Apple or Spotify, leave a review, share it on your social media. And until we talk next time, please take care of yourselves and each other. Mm -hmm.